0: Welcome to the Future of Medicine podcast, where we believe that feeling great and living a long time is possible, and that your health care should help you get there. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Wenzel. My hope is simple, that this show will help you along your journey to becoming the healthiest, strongest, and most powerful version of you possible. Now, let's jump into the show. Hey everybody, before we jump into this episode uh, high level, Jen and I, in this episode, we're gonna be talking about discipline and goal setting and why figuring out what to say yes to is the first step in actually determining what goal you're going after. We're taking a unique approach to goal setting. We hope you find it useful. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Future of Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Wenzel, and I'm joined once again with the lovely and talented (laughs) Jennifer Justice. Hello. Hi.
1: How's it going? It's amazing. Good. What's new? Oh, well, not much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right? We have so much going on. We do. Um, this episode, um, I'm excited to do, <clears throat> I feel like we probably do it almost every year, and mm-hmm. it's on discipline and goal setting. This is a little bit of a fresh spin, though, on how to know what to say yes to. Mm. Um <clears throat> I think, I mean, I, I don't know many people who don't at least think about goal setting in January of every year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a reasonable, logical time to think about the new year and reflect on the past year, things that worked well, things that didn't work well, and what you'd like to see in the next coming year. Um, but it's hard not to notice most people fall off their goal pursuit fairly quickly, mm-hmm. and I don't pretend to know the answer for everyone. Uh, But in my experience, it seems like folks who struggle with setting and achieving goals on a regular basis, whether (laughs) it's January or not, there seems to be a pattern of an inability to be clear on what they actually want. Mm -hmm. And so they, they might pick the wrong goal to achieve, or the right goal but for the wrong reason. And I've helped people and and noticed this pattern of like, gosh, if I can get people to identify with more clarity the things that are most important, they have a higher likelihood of achieving them. And so we're gonna start this episode with talking about goal setting and discipline, and this might surprise some people, Mm -hmm. but with, Identifying your values. Mm -hmm. I personally, in my own life, have found the value in going to my future self and looking backwards and trying to determine how I would measure success in my life. I've been able to kind of uncover these concepts Mm -hmm. and these virtues really. that are the most important to me personally. And I find that as I get more clear on those virtues that I'm going to use to measure my life and its success, in my current self, they're very useful in goal setting and determining what must be true today if I want a future self that has the ability to measure successfully his life based on these things. Does that make sense? Oh
1: yeah, I love it.
0: Um, We've done it in our practice, creating goals. You know based off of our core values Mm -hmm. as a business Mm -hmm. like who are we who are we for who are we not for and really just owning who we are Mm -hmm. um and there's a there's a great amount of power and momentum and when we come up with goals it's much easier to be clear and united on goal setting when we use our core values Mm -hmm. to help frame that give me some thoughts about Goal setting, but starting with, am I clear on what is most important to me?
1: Yeah, in my in my personal life, you know, weight loss has always been the perpetual goal. (laughs) Seems Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. and in the past, you know, you in January you always say, oh, I'm going to lose fifty pounds this year or whatever, Um, and then you make a smart goal around it, and then you immediately start to take action on it, maybe, Um, but now I kind of ask myself, well, what do I really want this year? You know, how do I want to show up? How, mm-hmm. you know, what what is my value around that goal? What does it look like for me to implement that? Um, and like for one example, one of my values is never skip twice. So mm-hmm. if I eat an unhealthy meal, mm-hmm. I get right back on track the next one. If I skip a workout or for some reason don't get it in, I get back in the gym the next day. Like.
0: Just not, I like that.
1: Never skip twice, and that has really perpetuated me this year toward immense progress with my goals. Mm-hmm. But that's different than the way I had kind of set goals in the past, if that makes sense. And I always have my future self in mind. Like, how do I want my future self to be proud? You
0: yeah. know? Yeah, you. It's such a healthy process to imagine our ideal self
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the future. Like, who do I want to be? Yeah. Who and do then, I want to say that I've become?
1: And then you start to believe that you're that person.
0: Yeah. And how would that person behave? Mm-hmm. How would that person sleep, eat, move, love, take risk? How, you start adopting the behaviors that that ideal self would have in order to be that ideal mm-hmm. self. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's a very powerful way to begin goal setting. Yeah. Um, you know a lack of that really leaves you high vulnerability for setting goals that are either inconsequential in the long term or meeting the needs or the goals of someone else. Right. And which is why you could achieve that goal and really be felt left feeling pretty dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. And so saying yes to something is saying no to to most everything else so what we choose to set goals around matter and I would suggest that a healthy powerful way to identify the right yeses would be is that getting you closer or further away to your ideal self Mm -hmm. the next area once you have identified the thing to say yes to is this concept of discipline, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think there's a lot of confusion around discipline, myself e- included, growing up an athlete, going into the military. Like, discipline, the word, the concept has always been in my life in one way or another, but I never really saw the beauty of it until I've started to age and see the consequences of the freedoms that come from being disciplined. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things that has um, kind of been a revelation for me is that discipline is actually not about willpower. Mm-mm. The most disciplined people I know do not have an abnormal amount of willpower. Mm-hmm. What they have is a life that has been architected in a way where they have to use somewhere between zero and not much willpower every day mm-hmm. to behave in a way. That keeps them on track to achieving or maintaining their goals that are important to them. Like, I don't have a weird amount of willpower against cookies.
1: <laughs> right.
0: The reason I don't eat a lot of cookies, therefore suffer the consequences of eating too many cookies, is that I don't have a world where cookies are regularly right in front of me. Yeah. Or I would eat them. Mm hmm. Or if I didn't eat them, I would exhaust all of my willpower just not eating cookies and then I would be left vulnerable for all of the other things that I'm a human and vulnerable to. Mm -hmm. And so talk to me about how this idea of willpower not being equal to discipline, what that means to you, how you've experienced that maybe Either yourself or family or Mm -hmm. patients.
1: Well, my mom came to visit recently, and um, she noticed. She made a comment: "There's no snacks in your house. (laughs) Where are the snacks?" And she came from a
0: snacky family. Yeah,
1: right. (laughs) Like she always had, you know, like potato chips and ice cream are probably her kryptonite. Mm -hmm. The you know the salty and the sweet. Um, But I that really struck me because I was like, wow, you know, I have built an environment in my house that is healthy now that she coming from the outside noticed that and brought it to our attention. Um, And that made me feel really good because, Mm -hmm. you know, James Clear talks about this in his book, Atomic Habits, that, you know, you, you shouldn't rely on willpower, but set your environment up so that you don't have to rely on it, just like you said. And I, I think, you know, this, this concept of discipline, we, we talked about this in another podcast, I think, but there's a difference between consistency and discipline. I think people really put them together mm-hmm. <clears throat> and for me they're very much separate that people are consistently inconsistent <laughs> you know they, they think they're consistent but they're really not and they're consistent with habits that don't lead them to their ideal self or their goals mm-hmm. that's where they're most consistent but the discipline comes in saying no to things over and over so that you can be consistent right.
0: to the thing that is most important. Yeah.
1: Discipline is doing the thing, but doing it consistently over time, mm-hmm. that you don't fall off, that you, you know, it's not about being perfect, Yeah, none of us are perfect, but it's just about implementing the thing that's going to, the things that are going to get you to your goal over and over and over again, and they're boring. Like eating healthy? Boring. Totally, <laughs> it can totally be money, boring. Saving money is boring. Boring. Yeah.
0: Um, Most of the most important things like showing up for your family, loving well, Mm -hmm. being selfless, having a a servant heart towards the people who mean the most to you. Day to day, it's pretty boring. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's not a lot of sizzle. But these are the things that on average tend to lead to the most fulfilling, rewarding and satisfying life. Yeah. Um,
1: Didn't your son just um, realize that you hadn't worked out the other day?
0: it was was yesterday Yeah, I was wrapping up a conversation with my wife as we were kind of getting ready to part ways in the morning and um, it was a little early um, and my son came downstairs and he goes he was talking to his mother about something he was and he looks over at me and goes um why aren't you working out (laughs) because it was 6.30 Mm -hmm. and I'm always in the gym, mm-hmm. in our home gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and I laughed and I said, well, I, daddy has a, an appointment I need to go to. That's why I'm not in the gym. But, it, And he was like, oh, okay. And he walked on and I just kind of chuckled because he's watching. Yeah, and He uh, notices
1: your, your discipline.
0: Yeah, well, last month, you know, I created, uh, we, our, our episode was around the six things I want my sons to mm-hmm. know the most. And, you know, these are the kind of like nerdy dad things <laughs> that mean a ton to me mm-hmm. where I don't have to. I can deliver uh, an idea and a value that I think is important without speaking, mm-hmm. because they're watching. Yeah, and demonstrate what discipline and commitment and consistency look like. Mm-hmm. And then once he has an idea of what they look like, when I add language to it, he'll have full context. Yeah, um, and so that was really fun. Yeah, but but he noticed. Mm-hmm why are you being inconsistent? Right. He, his mind wasn't, why are you not disciplined? What, this is a break in your consistency. I always see you in the garage grunting and making all kinds of <laughs> weird noises. And like, that's what I've come to expect. Mm-hmm. Where is this break coming from? So yeah. that was kind of fun. That was neat. I like, there's a quote uh, from Nick Saban, who's the head football coach of uh, Alabama. Um, he said something around discipline and I had to look it up because I didn't want to ruin it. Um, But he says, you either have to handle the pain of discipline or you will deal with the pain of disappointment. Mm -hmm. And I just have to say as a phrase that is so powerful and simple and accurate.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of like choose your heart.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And we've talked a lot about, you know, long pain versus short pain. Mm -hmm. And most things that create short pain yield long happiness Mm -hmm. and pleasure short pleasure oftentimes lead to long pain. Yeah, And so like there's this inverse of like to be alive is to have suffering and pain and you can choose often you can choose long pain or short pain or short suffering or long suffering when given the chance. I like short. Yeah. Um, And so I like that a lot. That leads us into kind of like the last phase of, Accurate goal setting, and this is uh, about taking action and how to measure your progress. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that taking massive action towards your goal is going to be like revolutionary. Mm-hmm. I think most people, no matter what goal setting technique you like to use, the last step is usually taking massive action towards mm-hmm. that thing as soon as possible. Yeah, because time kills all deals you lose your tailwind, you lose your momentum, and you need that first domino to yeah. fall. Rip the aid <laughs> off, let's go all in. What I really wanna focus on on this is something that we've created some content around based on uh, one of my mentors named Dan Sullivan mm-hmm. talking about in his book Gap in the Gain that humans need to notice progress
1: mm-hmm.
0: towards their goals or we will lose motivation, we will lose the ability to remain consistent and disciplined if we don't see progress Mm -hmm. and his thesis is that everyone is measuring wrong Mm -hmm. as you begin your journey towards your ideal self you actually never will achieve your ideal self it's Mm -mm. it's it's fantasy yeah um and so if your standard is the ideal self as a measuring stick you never are any closer to the horizon no matter how far you move towards the horizon and you will eventually feel a sense of defeat Mm -hmm. and dissatisfaction. So if your goal is 100 pounds of weight loss and you lose 87 pounds, instead of celebrating the 87 pounds, yeah, but I'm not at 100.
1: Yeah. What
0: what in the world? Mm -hmm. Dan says the way to measure is backwards. Right. Once you have your ideal self You use that as a goal. It's Mm -hmm. wonderful. The horizon is useful. It's directionally accurate. It tells us where to point our engines. But as we begin the journey of day-to-day consistency to develop discipline, Mm -hmm. we have to look back at where we started. Yeah. Measure backwards. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about that.
1: Um, It's kind of timely because I just did a body comp at the gym yesterday. Oh, you did? (laughs) And uh, using our old machine, so all my old body comps were in there. Oh, yeah, our old. Yeah. Yeah, and. the one I think I had done in February was on the new machine. But anyway, um, we used the old one. And the most recent one for, was from like 2021. And you could clearly, like we're measuring backwards, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're measuring two years ago where I was at at that point, And it was like 30 pounds of fat down. Wow. Like 10, maybe not 10 pounds of muscle, but some muscle, which is to be expected. But that to me was like a really eye-opening you know, because I'm always looking at the subjective data or the uh, the uh, objective data. Of what like, is the
0: scale telling you?
1: Like that number. I don't want to be that number anymore. Or I have this mm-hmm. goal of a weight on the scale and I'm here. Or like my fat mass is way off the, <laughs> the scale still. But looking at that one from 2021.
0: Immediately you get what? How did you feel? I
1: felt so proud and yeah. I felt really accomplished. And I'm like, wow, I'm not that person anymore. You know, like I'm so empowered to. Be my future self, but measuring backwards I'm meant on so the way. much. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, c- I might not be there. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell myself. Yeah. I haven't made progress. Right. I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That is.
1: I forgot to tell you. Sorry. Per-
0: perfect timing. <laughs> I know it was great. Um, perfect. Perfect timing. I, I I think whether we're talking about relationship growth, mm-hmm. or we're talking about financial kind of growth, professional growth. Um, there is so much power in measuring backwards
1: mm-hmm.
0: against where you started as you head towards your ideal future self, and I, I I love how comprehensive and holistic this feels, and how aligned it is. It just feels um, it just feels accurate. Yeah,
1: you it feels know, authentic, right? Yeah,
0: <coughs> and um,
1: it's it's takes some skill because. You and I both use the term in the gap mm-hmm. around each other. Mm-hmm. Like we can kind of s- sniff that out in each other.
0: By the way, in the gap means I'm noticing that you're disappointed. Yeah. Because you're measuring against your ideal self. Right. The gap between you and your ideal self never closes. Yeah. So we encourage each other to get out of the gap. Get out
1: of the gap. Right. And get
0: in the gain, which would be how much have you gained towards your ideal self? Right. And life is not about never going in the gap, it's about. Being better at identifying when you're in the gap, so that you can quickly get out of the gap and start measuring correctly. It and it almost always happens because you're measuring the wrong way. Right. You're measuring to the future
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the ideal, mm-hmm. and not where you started. Yeah. Um, the other part that makes this kind of interesting and and uniquely challenging is there's a lot of emotional work here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being a powerful, free-thinking adult. Moving towards your ideal self requires Mm truth-telling, and oftentimes truth is very painful. Mm -hmm. Uh, Truth can be scary. Truth also can be elusive and ill-defined. Yeah, buried. Um, and and everyone is at a different place with their ability and capability of telling telling themselves the truth. Um. But if we can begin, uh, and maybe the goal, first goal for someone might be, I need to be a better truth teller. Yeah. And so like, because in my ideal self, I would like to be able to tell the truth Mm -hmm. about even things that I'm not super proud of. Yeah. um, Because there's freedom in that.
1: And I think that brings up a good point of there's value in a coach. I mean, I I have a fitness coach, I have a nutrition coach, we have a business coach that we both work with. If I, you know, I consider you one of my coaches. You may not want to do that, but um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, you have to find somebody that looks for your blind spots Yeah. because you're going to live in a place that's probably not truthful as long as you can. But if they bring th- that truth to you with empathy and support, um, I just think it's so valuable.
0: Yeah. I mean, I always say everybody that you admire has a coach. Yeah. We can't watch our own swing. Right. And I'm a pretty high l- self-aware guy Mm -hmm. but I also have blind spots Yeah, and you know having someone able to with curiosity and empathy point out areas that are not aligned with what you have communicated to your coach as being the goal or the ideal self it's hard to um if you're going to go through the effort of having a coach and they're telling you where the inconsistency or the lack of congruency of Mm -hmm. behaviors where your behaviors don't map your goals Mm -hmm. Um, many people would benefit from some coaching um, around this. Um, So anyway, I think that kind of wraps up this episode around discipline and goal setting. You know, the value of knowing what to say yes to and then how to build discipline um, through consistency but not willpower. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ultimately, to get you directionally moving towards your ideal self but measuring backwards. I... I so I connected. hope this lands yeah. for somebody, mm-hmm. and I, I hope they're able to take it and and apply it in one area of their life, especially at the New Year. Mm-hmm. Um, I also hope everyone has a wonderful twenty twenty four. Yeah, um, and uh, we're expecting big things, mm-hmm. and we're super excited for what we have going on. Mm-hmm. And um, any famous last words, Jen? <laughs>
1: um embrace this process it could Mm. you know you're you're really only one choice away from a completely different life and i hope that for everybody that's looking to make big changes in
0: 2024 i love it Mm -hmm. all right next till we talk next time Bye. bye i want to thank you so much for your attention listen i don't take it for granted it means the absolute world to me You can find out more about today's episode at brentwoodmd.com forward slash podcast. There you'll find the show notes, all the related links to this episode, and tons of other resources. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. And if you've already subscribed, then it would mean so much to me if you left a review. If you think we'd be a good fit to work together, or you would just simply like to know more about the concierge services that I provide my private clients, email us at membership at brentwoodmd.com. And now for the obligatory disclaimer, this podcast is for general information only and does not constitute the practice of medicine or the giving of medical advice as no doctor patient relationship has been formed. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should seek the advice of their own medical professional providers.